St. Peter's has made it to the Sweet 16 for the first time in school history. Their defense kept Murray State below their average by limiting them to 20 points less than they usually put up. The Peacocks took the lead from start to finish and will be back in action next week. Peacocks going dancing St. Peter's In the final 30 seconds of the game, St. Peter's leads by 8 points, and Doug Eddard is about to shoot the ball. St. Peter's appears to be on its way to the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament. Thanks to the line St. Peter's basketball. Only two points were scored by Daryl Banks three before he sank both free throws in the final 48 seconds to give the Peacocks the advantage. IT's getting closer St. Peter's Peacocks. With one minute remaining, a Murray State layup slashes the St. Peter's advantage to 64-60. On this leg of the floor, the Peacocks could use a few points. The ball is theirs after the timeout. Drama done for the night St. Peter's. Just over two minutes remained when Fusaini Drama was forced to leave the game due to a foul. The Peacocks had a six-point lead with 1.42 remaining, but the Racers trimmed it to one with a free throw. In the second half, the Peacocks have not been behind. Peacocks in good shape. With 2.21 left on the clock, St. Peter's leads 64-57. When the game resumes, the Peacocks have possession of the ball with 21 seconds remaining on the shot clock. Read more. Carlos Correa, Twins agreed a three-year, $105.3 million contract after leaving Astros. The Cleveland Browns have signed Deshaun Watson. LeBron James triple-double lifts Lakers over Knicks in overtime. Heavyweight fight continues. The Peacocks respond every time Murray State tries to make things interesting. Doug Eddard hits a three-pointer to extend the advantage to five points after the Racers cut the deficit to two late in the second half. As a result of the racers' turnover, the ball now belongs to St. Peter. With less than three minutes remaining, the Peacocks lead 62-57. Doug Eddard extends lead. Doug Eddard's three free throws with 5.30 remaining gave the Peacocks a 57-50 advantage in regulation. Nifty Defoe When it comes to defense, KD Defoe is a must-have. A seemingly unguarded layup was swatted away by him on his fourth block of the game, keeping his team three points ahead of the opposition. With 6.21 left in regulation, he made both of his free throws to give St. Peter's a 54-49 lead. Defoe has a total of 17 points and 8 rebounds in this game. Racers heating up. Just before halftime, Justice Hill hit a three-pointer that cut the deficit to six points. The St. Peter's lead was trimmed to 50-47 after another Tevin Brown tray. The Pacers take a timeout with 8.26 remaining in the game, and take the ball back when the game restarts. Peacocks keeping racers away. At this point in the second half, the Peacocks are responding every time the racers narrow the deficit to fewer than 10 points. With 9.40 remaining in the second half, St. Peter's holds a 50-40 advantage. Murray cuts lead, Peacocks get it back. Back-to-back baskets by St. Peter's have restored the 10-point lead for the hosts. With 11 minutes left in the second half, St. Peter's leads 48-38 behind the 15 points from KC Defoe. Hospitalized with an illness and the Clarence Thomas may miss several Supreme Court oral arguments this week. Clarence Thomas hospitalized. Clarence Thomas has been hospitalized with an infection and is currently receiving intravenous antibiotics, the court reported late Sunday night in a press release. According to a press statement, Thomas, 73, 
was admitted to the Sibley Memorial Hospital in Washington on Friday night with flu-like symptoms. Tests revealed an infection and he is receiving intravenous antibiotics as a result, according to a statement from the hospital. Hospitalization is the expected to be over in the next several days, as his symptoms have decreased and he is resting nicely. Like other justices, Thomas has been vaccinated and given a booster against the coronavirus. Supreme Court Public Information Officer Patricia McCabe has stated that the COVID-19 is not a factor in his sickness. On Monday through Wednesday of this week, the court will hear oral arguments from both sides. In contrast to other justices, McCabe claims that Thomas does not intend to participate via video conference. On the basis of the briefs, transcripts, and audio recordings of oral arguments, Justice Thomas will engage in the consideration and debate of matters for which he is not present, the release added. The court didn't say why it took so long to announce Thomas's hospitalization, and McCabe said she had nothing further to add to the announcement about the cause for that delay. Read more. What Supreme Court confirmation hearings Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson may face? Boris Johnson compares the Ukraine crisis to the Brexit vote. Vladimir Putin seeks something to Turkey during the Ukraine war. Stephen G. Breyer, the court's 83-year-old oldest justice, will retire at the end of the term. Thomas, the Supreme Court's only African-American justice. Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson, the nominee of Vice President Biden to succeed Breyer, will begin his confirmation hearings before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Monday. For the first time, a woman of color would sit on the Supreme Court. For years, Thomas was an enigmatic presence on the court, rarely asking questions during oral arguments and frequently that the authoring solo opinions that outlined his personal reasons for voting with the majority were dissenting in a case. In the 90s, however, the court began to conduct remote oral arguments in a more systematic style. He now frequently asks the first question of counsel and participates in almost every argument. Chief Justice John G. Roberts Jr. is not always present in his conservative majority. Thomas's clerks have gone on to become appellate judges across the country, and have played a major role in the Trump administration. Virginia Jenny Thomas, Thomas's wife and a conservative activist, has recently come under criticism for her activities. According to a recent interview, Jenny Thomas has confirmed participating in the January 6, 2021, pro-Trump demonstration that ultimately culminated to violence in the U.S. Capitol. As a result, some have questioned whether Thomas should step aside from matters involving Donald Trump. In light of the Supreme Court's recent rejection of Trump's attempt to hide papers from the Congressional Committee investigating the riot, Thomas was the only justice to say he would approve the Trump's request as long as the legal dispute persisted.